In the midst of a very successful career as an actor, director and novel writer, David Duchovny picked up a guitar and started tinkering with music. And it turns out teaching himself how to play was more than a hobby and he's bringing out his second album now, it's called Every Third Taught. And he's going to bring it on the road, playing a series of dates around Europe and including Ireland. He'll be in Dublin's Academy on the 20th of February. And I'd like to say he's on the line now. David, how are you today? I'm fine, how are you? I'm very well. How are you enjoying being in a band? <laughs> I enjoy it because, uh, you know, it's a little like being an actor because you get made better by everybody around you. You know, you can be uh, horrible at what you do and everybody else lifts you up. So I'm in a band with uh, much better musicians than I am. And I I just, uh, I I bring them songs and we all make them better. Uh, It must be a very different world to you. It's touring. I see the list of dates you have in Russia and Germany and tour buses as well, which I think are special place to be well the boys are going to be on the bus i'll be i i haven't i haven't toured on the bus yet i i kind of uh have my own little roots uh, i'm not saying they're that fancy they're not but um i'm not i'm i haven't been on the bus yet and and i i don't plan on being on the bus is that because you've heard bad things about the bus <laughs> uh i don't think anything anything good happens on the bus That's uh, those, those those boys are just uh they're, they're too dirty. They're, they're, just, they're not, they don't clean up. Oh, so. right. They sound like a very typical band. So then I have to say. Yeah. Um, so tell me, this is kind of a thing which came reasonably late to you. How, how did it come about? Yeah. You know, as you know, or as you can imagine, actors have a lot of downtime, um, even when they're working. Uh, and, and I was always like, well, what am I doing with my, my time here? I'm just sitting in a trailer doing nothing. I was like, ah, I'd like to, Love music. I want to, maybe I just like play guitar. I'll, I'll be happier in my trailer. I won't mind waiting so much. You know, you get kind of frustrated. So I just took it up that way. And also, my kids were very young, and I was like, I want them to, I wanted them to watch me learn something. Because you know, when you have kids, I don't know if you do or not. Yeah, I do. Like, I'm always like, it's hard work to learn something. It's not easy. And once you get over the that like initial hump, then you know it'll be fun. But at first, it's not fun. You know, right. it's just practice. Yeah, and I wanted them to watch me struggle and suck at something because you know kids come into this world they see adults doing stuff they seem to magically just be doing them, and I'm like no no it doesn't happen by magic it happens by practice so I was like it was like a two pronged approach for me it was like model this uh, you know this late attempt at at learning an instrument and also to make myself happier in my downtime in the trailer right and then it just kind of grew naturally from there i was like oh you know i was teaching myself by by uh listening to songs that i liked and and seeking out new chords and songs that i wanted to learn so i'd you know find a petty song with a b7 or something like that and that's the way i was going about doing it and i was like well these songs are you know there's a similarity to a lot of them it's rock and roll it's three chords in the truth or whatever you want to say and i was like maybe i could throw some chords together and then maybe i could put a melody on it I, i was pretty sure i could write words so if i could throw chords together and hear a melody and then I just went at it that way. Right. And um, What stuff were you listening to? I know you've mentioned the Beatles in interviews as an yeah. inspiration for everybody. Very um, unique of me, right? Well, I think you'd almost be crazy not to acknowledge them because they're so, they're so good. Um, yeah. They are the level everyone aims at. But what else were you listening to? As, as a kid or... Or, or, or now, or really. I'm intrigued by now, yeah. to be honest. I mean, I have the complete uh, Beatles uh, songbook. Uh, uh, you know, I'll, I go back to like great '70s songs. You know, songs songs that you know formed my listening taste. You know, we're all kind of creatures of 
of the time that we were born, uh, unless we're kind of uh, incredibly investigative souls who, you know, want to listen to 20s swing bands or whatever, and I, which I wasn't. You know, I was just a guy. I was like, oh, I loved what was on the radio, and I loved, I loved pop music. I loved rock and roll. I loved funk. I loved Motown. All this stuff when I was coming, coming up. So that's really formed. If you know, not me as a musician because I'm not that good a musician. So I can't really be influenced. I'm just not good enough to actually execute influence. My ear has been influenced. So when I'm putting chords together, I'm sure I'm coming at it from a point of view of, of late 60s, early 70s, rock and roll, funk, no. Motown, and all that Great. stuff that I grew up with. Nothing wrong with all of that. Um, no, and... for me, for me, that's where my yeah. heart is, you know. And uh, I, 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 I don't know, I don't feel the other stuff quite as well. You know, right. and, and music is all about feel, I think. It's funny, when I was listening to the album, I got a much more contemporary feel from it. Um, hmm. I found myself well, that's being... arrangement. Yeah. You know, that's arrangement. So so the first album was, most of the arrangements are pretty true to just a, like a bare bones, like country or folk approach. And certainly to think of myself as a country artist is like, blows my mind because I really have never listened to country. But, you know, that, that kind of straight ahead, simple songwriting was executed in the first album i think and and, and remain kind of true to you know a fairly stripped down approach a couple rockers but fairly stripped down approach and then the second album came around i was like well i just realized that all songs are all songs that we hear you know by the time they get to our ears as a public have been arranged in a way you know and and but at their bare bones they're going to be three four five chords in the truth i mean that's what they all start out as but then when you give them to a talented arranger or producer, conductor, they can be anything, right. you know, and you can change the rhythm of it. You can change the instrumentation. You can change everything about it. And it strikes your ear in a different way. And then I got into like the puzzle of, okay, I wrote this song sitting on my ass with a guitar in my living room, but that doesn't mean that that's how it, that's its final version. You yeah. know, we all learned this with the Unplugged series. You know, everybody was blown away at first by Unplugged because we all thought, rock and roll is a certain way and then we heard the unplugs there was like oh shit all these songs are country songs. of course yeah uh, it's funny as I was saying contemporary listening to it I, I was being reminded of people like Kurt Vile and Dinosaur Jr. and Wilco even um, right. are they names that mean anything to you? yeah oh, sure. good. Sure. <laughs> yes. big They're... Kurt Vile fan big, big Wilco fan Dinosaur Jr. that goes back a ways yeah yeah it's good. So that's more, you think, coming from the arrangements, which, which is great. Um, I was very impressed. I'm wondering, have you, done, have you done many live shows with this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I guess this is, I mean, I've done, this will be like my fourth mini tour. I've never, I've never done like an extended tour, but I've gone out for like three weeks at a time. So I'd say by the time I get to Dublin, I will have, you know, it's probably about my 50th live show probably. Right. And how do you find that experience? Because obviously very different to acting, very different to directing, very different to writing. Yeah. Uh, Well, at first I was mortified, petrified, and all those other things that end in five. But uh, I think that uh, I had kind of a revelation maybe the third time I went out. Because I'm not not a natural singer. I'm sure you can tell by listening to my... (laughs) No, I think your voice comes across very well, David. (laughs) Thanks. But I've had to work at it. And... um, in fact, my guitar playing has, has really become stunted at a certain level because once I, 
joined the band and once I started performing and recording, it was like it was all I all my work went towards uh, you know <laughs> my voice. So um, yeah, I, and my whole life I was uh, told not to sing along. You know, like at the choir, it's like <laughs> okay, David, you can just mouth the words. So I mean, I'm, I'm by no by no means a natural. It doesn't mean that I can't sing. Yeah. Uh, uh, the guy that I work with uh, says everybody can sing, and I, I I tend to believe that he's that he's right. Uh, as long as you're not tone deaf, and, I, and I, I'm not tone deaf, so I, I had a shot at discovering a voice. Right. And um, I think it, I was just terrified, terrified of singing in public. I was terrified of recording, and then singing in public ma- magnified that by a thousand. Right. And I and the revelation that I'm talking about is like I was going to sing in New York, and I had a bunch of friends out there. And it's odd when you like bring people that know you from one world into another world. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'm sure it's the same for fans, but it's odd for them to see me singing. Yeah. So it's odd for my friends at that point to see me singing. Right. Do, and, do uh, you lose yourself a bit in it? Because sometimes people can leave, uh, you know, a more reserved personality at the side of the stage and walk on oh, stage. Absolutely. Are you that yeah. person? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think... I'll do things. I'm like, I can't believe you just did that cliched rock and roll move. You are such a jerk. Did you really just do that with the microphone? You, you know, but it's great fun, isn't it? It is. You just you just realize that those classic moves are there for a reason. Yes, they're great. Because they're, they're classic. But uh, for me, uh, it was, uh, like I said, like I was waiting to go out in New York. And I heard the audience, and you know they seemed they were drinking, and they seemed to be having a good time. And I was like, "Oh shit! They didn't come here to make fun of me. They came here to have a good time." It's like, and I'm going to try not to get in their way. You know, I'm not going to get up there and worry about whether or not I'm hitting every note correctly. I'm just going to like sing the songs and try to tell the stories. And then that was really ever since then has been like, that's all. I'm I'm going out to just tell stories. I have to be singing the stories. Okay, but I'm going out there to tell them, and that's that's the way I approach it. That's great. Uh, you don't tell stories between songs, do you? Uh, sometimes, you know, I'll feel the audience. You know, I'll take my earpiece out and try to hear the audience. I like I like feeling connected to the to the moment and to the night. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, mostly what I'll get are you know like. X Files references. Of course, and that's not so interesting to me on stage. No, I would imagine. Yes, you know, but but there are times when you know there's something happening musically or in that night or just a vibe, and we can ride it. You know, and right. I think that's that's also what makes um, what makes live performance so special is you don't know what's going to happen. Okay, you should be. I was looking at the dates. You're starting in Moscow here on on the seventh hitting Dublin on the 20th. should be a well-oiled machine by the time you hit Dublin. <laughs> Either well-oiled or completely broken down, yeah. yeah. Uh, I am intrigued uh, about your dog, because I have a dog myself, <laughs> Murph, Cocker Spaniel. Um, but Murph doesn't have a Twitter account. Your dog, the Brick, <laughs> does have yeah. a Twitter account. Yes, he does. Uh, is he going to come with I'm, you, or is that impossible? Uh, no, he won't. He yeah. won't. Uh, I'm thinking about taking away his Twitter account, because it's really gone to his head. I'm a different dog. Once he passed 10,000 followers, it's just been ugly to watch. He has a lot of followers. Um, <laughs> I, I was very taken by that. What is he, by the way? What kind, do we know what breed he is? No, 
He's uh, he appears to be a uh, a dog. He appears to be a cross between a corgi and a shepherd. But uh, I haven't swabbed his gums yet, and <laughs> since since it's twenty three and me. Well, he's a handsome dog. That that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he can't take anymore. He's he's very very uh, impressionable that way. Okay. Final question for you: Are you able to dance? Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like I got rhythm. Uh, wow, that makes you a triple got, I, threat. You can, you can. <laughs> no, no, I can't do that. Oh, I like no. actually dance. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 it's harder for me to like do steps. Like I can't say that I've ever done that. But uh, you know, I'll feel the beat. You know, when I'm in Dublin, I will be, I will be dancing, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I hope uh, people will be dancing with me. Great, uh, David. Lovely talking to you. Um, congratulations on the Thank album. Thank you. It's very good, and I look forward to seeing you in Dublin. It's uh, the name of the album is, is is it's a it's tough when you get to Ireland with the name of my second album, isn't it? Because it sounds like every turd thought. Every turd taught. <laughs> <laughs> I should I can rename it for Ireland. You should. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can do that, no problem. In fact, we may even throw now to this is David Duchovny and every turd taught. So it is. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's an album about my bathroom habits. Actually, the whole album. <laughs> oh. David, thanks very much for joining us. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye now.